chapter 13. I didn't wash my shirt after the drunk guy left. Instead, I draped it over a chair in my room. It was a reminder of what could happen any day. And every morning, when I opened my eyes, I would look at it, at the spot where he had grabbed me, and wondered how we could make the Calavista life, the, the Calavista safer. I came up with three possible ways. One, install bulletproof glass up and down the front desk. That way, even if I buzzed in the wrong person, there was still an additional layer of protection between me and the customer. Two, install a security camera in the front office. It would be doubly great if the video feed went directly to a certain channel on all of the motel TVs. That way, my parents could see what was going on in the front office while they were cleaning each room and come down if I needed help. Three, install a panic button right under the front desk to call the police. It would work just like a buzzer. All I'd have to do was press it and the police would come. Later that week, I told Mr. Yao my ideas when he came by. He immediately shot them down. All that stuff costs money. You think money grows on trees? I checked the library and bulletproof glass only costs $25, I told him. I glanced at Jason, who, as usual, came with his dad and, as usual, didn't say anything helpful. $25 per square foot. And that doesn't include the installation, Mr. Yao said. What about the security camera? I asked. That can't be that expensive. You could put it... No, Mr. Yao interrupted. Please, just hear me out, I said. The answer is no, Mr. Yao snapped. I looked over at my mom and my dad, but they just shook their heads. Let it go, my dad mouthed. He had dark circles under his eyes from checking customers in all last night. Why don't we go outside, my parents suggested to Mr. Yao. Let us show you the new washing machine. Mr. Yao nodded and followed my parents out the back. Jason stayed behind, fiddling with the restaurant menus. Quietly, he muttered, I think the security camera is a good idea. I almost didn't hear him. What? I asked. The security camera, he said. It's not a bad idea. I stared at him. Well, why didn't you say so? I asked him. He shrugged. I know why. Because he was too chicken to stand up to his dad. I shook my head at him. Coward. Mr. Yao came back and told Jason it was time to go. Jason hopped off the stool, took a few menus from my collection, and stuffed them in his pocket. I followed them out to the parking lot. Mr. Yao, I tried one last time. If you'll just go home and think about what I said, it really wouldn't cost much, and it would make the motel so much safer. Mr. Yao stopped talking and turned to me. You know what's the difference between a good employee and a bad employee? He asked, 
jabbing his finger into my chest at the exact spot the drunk guy grabbed me. I shook my head. It's whether it's not whether they're hardworking or even whether they're smart, he said, staring into my eyes. It's whether they know their place. As he and Jason piled into the car and drove away, I stood in the parking lot for a long, long time. The hot California sun blazed down on me, yet I felt no warmth. 